So I got there, but I didn't remember any part of the drive. Where was I during all of the stops, the traffic lights, the switching of lanes? Where was I during this little commute of mine? No idea at all, but I got there safe, so it's all good. It's like being on autopilot, and it's actually not all good, but it's not all bad either. That's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to Badass Midlife, a podcast for women in midlife where we talk about past hangups, regrets, guilt, and how the ups and downs have made us into the resilient women we are today. We talk about what to let go of, how to move on, and how to do your midlife like a badass. Enjoy the show. Hey friends, hope everybody is having a great day day so far. Happy Tuesday to you. I want to talk a little bit about being on autopilot and really thinking about are you living the life that you want? Are you doing things because you want to do them or because there's just obviously this internal habit of uh, sort of this track that your life is on that it just plays through, but that you're not really making the decisions. So the average adult makes about 35,000 decisions a day. So obviously we have to make some of these unconsciously so that we don't overload our minds. But this type of automatic thinking that we have can become a problem if it actually creeps into the other areas of our life where we actually should be more there, more present in the moment and enjoying what's happening. So some of the things that you do on autopilot, very common, like showering, getting dressed, even driving to work, like I mentioned, where you're just, you're there, you're in the car, you're driving, you left home, you got there, and you just don't remember that much about it. That's like being on autopilot. Even when you're answering emails, sometimes you're halfway there. You're in it, but your mind is able to think of other things. So that's all fine. And we need to have that support of that unconscious thinking. Otherwise, we really would just lose it. But most people admit to making most of their decisions on autopilot. There was a survey uh, in the UK where like 96% of the people admitted to making most of their decisions just automatically without a lot of thought. And so the conclusion was that our minds are pretty much wandering most of the time. And that is a little unsettling to me. In the study, 76% of the people reported not spending their time very well, with one out of five admitting to not really properly listening to others in that mode that they were in. And nearly half of them said they forgot something while being on autopilot, including birthdays, paying an important bill, or even picking up kids from school. So it's a problem, it's common, and I really think that we are allowing a lot of it to happen. So the stuff where you need to be on autopilot, that's great, but 
there are many things in our lives that can signal to us that we're actually living on autopilot. There's actually five signs. I'm going to talk about them. So the first sign is repetition. So look at your day and quite simply, are you doing the same thing every day and following a very regimented routine without a lot of spontaneity? And I think a lot of us do that and you're like, well, so what's wrong with that? You know, have a routine. Routines are great. I love, I love routines. I thrive on routines. But with a limit. Because what happens if you are doing the same thing every day, going to work, coming straight home, doing the things that you do, are you really allowing your mind to have space to be open for something new, for even the consideration of something new. Sometimes I just feel so hell-bent to stay in the routine that I don't even, I feel like I automatically just say no as my default because I have my routine. And being out of it is uncomfortable. It literally feels a little bit uncomfortable. But that can be a sign that you are just on autopilot. And I think that that's a big one. And I would say check mark yes for that one for me. The second sign is that you are just conditioned to please other people. So when you're in this mode, you are always focused on everyone else's expectation of you without really thinking about what you need. Hi, sister. My sister is a big pleaser in this way. And she's an amazing person. But I feel that she is conditioned to just please others throughout her day. And I think it's not actually uncommon either. So you start your day thinking about what is everyone else going to need. And I think that like when we have young kids, this is when this starts. Because even from the time they're tiny, you hear them cry like everything else goes on the back burner. And slowly that just becomes your MO because they are your priority. And there are a lot of things. You don't have to have kids to have this mindset. You're just conditioned to be in focus of other external things instead of yourself. So the third sign is that you're just too busy. If you have so much going on that you don't even have a chance to slow down and check in on what you want, what you're feeling, what you need. You're just so busy. That's a sign that you're also just allowing yourself to stay in a certain um, activity level that nothing else can get in and that could be an unconscious response again going back to repetition where you're just comfortable there another sign is that time just flies by now I know that this is true for a lot of us in midlife but this is another sign that things are just happening to you and you're not really consciously doing them. 
So before you know it, it's like the end of the day and you aren't even sure exactly what you did. (laughs) Maybe you might even think that you didn't accomplish that much. But time just flies by and then it's done and you're like, huh, what did I even do? So that's a sign that you are not actually in it, making those decisions, grabbing the day by the horns and just living it. It just goes by and before you know it, it's time to go to bed. And the final sign is that you feel a little bit left out. You start to feel like you could have more joyful, life enriching things going on, but there doesn't seem to be a clear path to it. There's no light that you see at the end of the tunnel. So if you can identify any of those, those are signs that you are living on autopilot. So the question is, why does this happen? So living this way and feeling like you're not in the driver's seat can really be a defeating and draining way to live. And it's not hard to see how this would happen, just given the way that we live, just the way we live our lives today. For example, we are very distracted. So our entire world, our work life, our friends, our family, everybody has full access. Everybody has full access to you pretty much 24 seven and they have your attention available to them at all times. And even if you're trying to unplug, it just doesn't always seem possible. It's possible that you're going to get interrupted. And that idea that that could happen has a very strong impact on your ability to just relax. The anticipation of somebody's going to call or something's going to happen, or I'm going to hear something, something's going to ding, right, is so much that you just prepare for it. So you're like half in, half out. Another reason this happens is because we are just risk averse by nature. You know, like I mentioned, if you are just trying to just have peace and relax and, and have that time whenever you can get it, It does lead you to just be unwilling to take risks and try new things. And so over time, this can lead you to just go into your default mode and put yourself on autopilot because you're just not wanting to get out of that comfortable place. Another reason this happens is because we're conditioned to be productive. The pressure to produce and complete and achieve just keeps your mind on the project and never in the moment. When you're always trying to accomplish more and more and more, you're just pushing yourself to work harder. This makes you just overwork and become slightly overwhelmed. And then you really have no open door for adding new things because you just have so much going on and that's what keeps you again in the mindset of let me just revert to putting this on cruise control because I just have too much going on that's very common too I mean I'm guilty of that as I as I say these I'm like yes like check 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 
Like it's just, it's kind of sad. Another reason is that you are kind of wanting to have not a perfect, but almost perfect. You want things to be perfect in your life. You want things to be as close to it as you can get. And sometimes it can feel like you're just missing the mark. You know, if you could just do just a little bit more, then this would be better. This person would be happier. And the people around us make us feel that way sometimes. But also, you know, we're conditioned to want to make things as nice as we can and you can't blame us. But again, when you're doing that, you are in that mode of just doing it and focusing on the result. And that means you're not really in the moment. You're just looking at the end. So there's a couple things you can do. There is a man named Mark Williamson. He's the director of something called the Action for Happiness. And he explains that the goal of ours should be to become more aware of what the impact of autopilot is on our lives. And this is going to be different for everyone. But once we're able to do it, we will be able to then make change. So something he says is the simple step of encouraging people to notice their autopilot behaviors is crucial because then you can begin the journey toward changing your habits and making more conscious choices. And so he highlights these three archetypes of autopilot behaviors to kind of help outline the point. So the three archetypes are the pleasers, the pacers, and the passengers. This is super interesting. So the pleasers, pretty much what it sounds like, they find it so hard to say anything other than yes or other than just being agreeable that the obligations just pile up and the internal voice that's kind of telling them to just say no gets drowned out because this is such an intense feeling that they want to please that the little voice just isn't heard anymore and so by trying to please everyone they end up resenting their own daily to-do list and just not focusing on what matters. And the fix for a pleaser would be, listen, it's normal to want to make people happy, but not at the expense of your entire whole life and happiness. So the best remedy is just to condition yourself to say no. Say no to things that you feel are not as important, but just start with little steps and say it with love and also showing that you care deeply. And this is going to take a little practice, especially if you've been a lifelong pleaser. But if you deliver the no very sincerely, it will be accepted. So if you want to say no today because you had your day planned and you really don't want to do this other thing that someone asked of you, a person that you always say yes to, think about a way that you could say no, maybe by suggesting another day, or just being very sincere about 
what you had planned for today. And if it is somebody that loves you, which generally anybody that you work this hard to please is going to be somebody that loves you. They just have gotten used to you saying yes all the time. And that's okay because it's half your fault, right? (laughs) You're the one that is doing it. But they get used to it. And so at first it's going to be like, what? You're saying no. But if you say it in a way to make them understand, like I said, they love you. Just practice the different ways that you can say it and how you can present an alternative in that same moment. Deliver the message really honestly and it'll be accepted. The second archetype is the pacer. So they're always looking to find like, what's next? What am I going to do next? And they're so caught up in the pace of life. They just jam pack as much as possible into their days. They're just on go mode all the time and are hopelessly busy just doing, doing, doing rather than being. So the fix on this is understand that you are a person that productivity is really important to you. But if you want to keep yourself from being in autopilot, just try to put the things that are important to you on your day first and then start with those things. Start at the top of that list. And then this will be gratifying because now you're living things that you want to do instead of reacting to what other people need or what other parts of your life need you to do in the day. So your focus is on the stuff that you really want to do. And the reason a pacer has problems is because, again, we have a schedule And the first thing we do is we go to work and then we get consumed in that and then demands are made on us and we're just like, go, 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 go. But if you're very conscious of the things that you want out of your day and you really have them outlined for yourself and commit to them, being a pacer won't consume your whole life. You'll have those opportunities to squeeze in the things that you want because you will have planned them. And having a plan is the key. And then there's the passengers. Passengers are just so overwhelmed with choices and information that they're just like a rabbit. (laughs) Just caught in headlights. And they're just like struggling through life. Just allowing the world to kind of make the choices for them. And following the crowd. They just are sponges to soak up information. And they're like, oh, I want to try that. Oh, that sounds fun. Let me do that. So distracted and overwhelmed with choices and information. And so because there isn't a plan, there's no structure. You're just along for the ride like a passenger. You aren't seeing any possibilities for anything new. And you're not really putting your own ideas in play so what you can do is just work to break out of those normal habits be deliberate find some new interests and try something new each week like even if it's something small like trying a different food or taking a different drive to work visit a new place open up your mind 
to some interests that you like specifically so that you're not so available for the external noise that wants to get your attention. Because in today's world, the way, especially the way um, our social media and everything is, they know how to get your attention. You don't even feel like you're going to get sucked in. You feel like you're too smart, but you're not. They know how to do it. They know how to make a notification pop up. They know how to continue to feed you information that you're just going to go down the rabbit hole. So don't be a passenger. Think about a couple little things that you can do in a week that are really opening your mind that are deliberate choices of yours. And don't let things happen to you. Be in control. So another couple tips on just how to reconnect so that you can live the life that you want is first let's start by breaking out of reverting to that autopilot and you have to really be intentional about this but if you can make these new ideas and new habits of practice they will become a way of life and you'll never feel like someone else is at the wheel again one thing don't get comfortable so when you feel yourself slipping into a mundane pattern just call yourself out just be like oh my god this is literally what i do every single day exactly the same way get in the car i go to get my coffee i you know i take this route everything and you just continue to do the same thing every day. Call yourself out. Bring new experiences into your life that really push you outside of your comfort zone. Because being uncomfortable is the doorway to discovering new things. So just do things a little bit different. And consider those things a little bit of like a special treat. And if you have certain things that you don't do very often, that you save for a special occasion, do those more often. Don't save them for a special occasion. Put them into your life more frequently so that you can spice things up a little bit and kind of break yourself out of that pattern. Another thing you can do is choose a meaningful goal. If you have direction and really, really a clear destination, then what you do is a guide and it will inspire you to get there. It's not, you're not doing something that's pre-planned. You are being very deliberate about where you're going to go because you have a goal. When you know where you're going, it's easy to avoid shortcuts because you know the plan but also you can better see when you're off track and getting back into a repetitive pattern so know what your goal is and enjoy the journey don't take shortcuts you have a very meaningful goal enjoy the journey there and stay focused on it and don't let the day-to-day mundane just take over and kick you off track how many times have you had something that you really want to do accomplish something new that you want to make a habit 
and it's meaningful to you, whether it's meditating, whether it's working out, whether it's a different kind of eating, those are meaningful things that we do. Even a, a, something that we do for self-care every week, those are meaningful things that we do. But if we don't stay focused, those external roadmaps, those people that, you know, sort of inject themselves into our lives, that plan, that overall plan will just take over and bump you off that track. It's very, it happens very easily. And the proof of that is that we start a lot of things that we don't finish. Things that we really want to do and we don't finish them because we get stuck in this mode of being on cruise control where, again, it's comfortable. We feel like we're doing the right thing because we're making people happy. It's familiar. And we're just consumed with it. We want to reach these daily goals of these expectations on us. And then pause and reflect a little bit more. When you give yourself some time to have some open space, you can actually think a little bit better. Just stop. Take a minute and really reflect on what you're doing from time to time. And if it's actually what you want to be doing, or if it's just automatic. We almost convince ourselves that we have to do it. But really, we don't. It's just something that we have conditioned ourselves to do. And ask yourself, hey, am I enjoying this right now? Do I want to be doing this? Just taking a moment and asking yourself a couple of questions might be all you need to get yourself, keep yourself from going into that autopilot mode. Because, you know, friend, living on autopilot is like sleepwalking through your life. The days will just pass by, and at the end of it, you'll have very little, if any, recollection of anything enriching unless you are planning it. So pay attention to the day. Pay attention to what you're doing, but also who you're being while you're doing it. Are you being yourself, or are you being a pleaser? Pay attention to that. It's time to make your life happen and not let it happen just think about that a little bit so let's recap so five signs that you're on autopilot if you are repeating the same behavior every day if you are conditioned to please others and that's your priority if you are too busy for your own good that you don't have an opportunity to check in if time is flying by and you aren't sure exactly what you even did in a day. And if you're feeling a little bit like left out of having a fun life, but you don't see the path there. And you know, identify in yourself, are you a pleaser? If you are, the best remedy is to just learn how to say no with love. Are you a pacer that's always trying to figure out what's next? The best thing to do is make your things a priority. Your things that are going to help you enrich your life. Put those on your calendar, your mental calendar every day and make sure you're doing those. Or are you a passenger where you're just like 
consuming information and being bombarded by all kinds of things and then just jumping on you know oh here's this class and here's this course and here's this training and let me just go do that I was this for a long time especially during COVID I was like yeah okay sure I'll sign up for that without any focus and it can lead you in a really uh, kind of scattered mode where you're actually a little bit overwhelmed because you got too many irons in the fire so in this case just try something small each week to just kind of break you out of the habit of unconsciously jumping on every little thing that pops up I hope that this has helped you think about being on autopilot and really helped think about how you can live the life that you want instead of doing other things that are taking you out of the driver's seat. Friends, that is all I have for you today. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll see you next time.